Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So I'm going to read you something I wrote about love, and then I'm going to stop with little verbal footnotes. John, just shut up and do it. Why do you have to keep announcing what you're going to do? Okay, here we go. Love is a daily choice because I believe that it's not given. Um, love doesn't survive based on chemistry and connection. It actually is a choice and it's a daily choice. So to wake up every day and with intention to choose to love your partner. Love is a drug. I don't know about you, but in my 20s, I think I was addicted to to love, to losing myself in someone else, to the approval, validation, affirmation, to the skin hunger, you know, to two people under the bleachers forgetting about the world and uh, lots of chemicals shooting into your brain. So yes, love can definitely be a drug. Love is also treatment because relationships are hard and love can be the anchor that gets you to look into the mirror. So love can be a treatment. Love is consuming. Love is confusing. Love is conflicting. Love is a gift. I think that if we remind ourselves that nothing is promised and every day that we get to love someone and every day that someone loves us back, that that is a gift. It's so easy to forget that, especially if you're in a long-term relationship and it's been, you know, five or ten years and you're just, you're just loving on routine and you take for granted the love. Uh, love can also be a curse, right? There are uh, toxic relationships. You, we fall into love with unhealthy people. We love people when we are unhealthy. So love can be a curse. Love is an addiction. Love is kind and not nice. And I say that because I think nice is approval sinking. And I think love should be kind. Uh, when I think about the word kind, I think about giving your heart but with boundaries. I think about compromise but not compromise of self. So love is kind. Love is not nice. Love is scattered. Yes, like showers. Um, sometimes it's hard to love someone. Sometimes it's easy. But uh, love can definitely be scattered, can be touch and go. Life gets in the way. Raising children gets in the way. People start to drift, so love can be scattered. Love is terrifying. Um, if you struggle with showing yourself, if you are an avoidant, uh, if you struggle with being vulnerable or you know saying vulnerable things, then love can be terrifying. If you have a story where you've been hurt before, if you're afraid to love because you think that love stove is still hot, 
because maybe someone cheated on you or really uh, showing yourself to someone is not something you're used to, then love can be terrifying for sure. Love is found in moments. And um, I think a lot of people think that love is a constant. And it's not. It's the moments, you know. It's uh, the way that uh, your partner touches you on the on the shoulder. It's doing nothing with someone and in that moment knowing that you would you wouldn't you don't want to be anywhere else it's um the moment that you you know uh meet eyes across the room and you have that knowing you feel safe love comes in moments love is a mirror this is an important one uh i think love is meant for us to look inward and if you don't I don't think the love is going to have legs. So love is a mirror. Love is a safe tree. It's the place, it's the space where you know that um, that you're safe and you're heard and you're validated. And you get up in the morning and go tackle the day, go out into the world, and you come home knowing that your love is safe. Love is a series of unhealthy patterns until you realize it's you. (laughs) I think the way that we're wired, what we're used to, um, for most of us, the way that we love uh, can be unhealthy because of our stories. And um, we can fall into those patterns. And that's what love can be, a series of unhealthy patterns. Until you realize that it's you and there are things that you need to work on. I mean, of course, it could also be your partner. But when you realize that um, it's you and that you want to take ownership, then that is love, right? Love is unpredictable. Love is understanding. One of the things that uh, Vanessa and I talk about in our book, uh, one of my favorite things is uh, understanding someone before trying to be understood. Trying to understand before trying to be understood And I think love is all about that. And when you have two people trying to understand before trying to be understood, it makes it safe. The soil is now rich for growth. When you have people trying to understand, when you have people trying to be understood, wait, did I say, oh my, I'm confusing myself. When When you have people trying to be understood instead of trying to understand, my shit's like uh, tongue twisters, <laughs> and I say them so much I forget. Okay, let's start over real quick. Love is to understand. So if you try to understand before trying to be understood, that is love. Most people try to be understood before trying to understand, right? So love is to try to understand before trying to be understood. Love is undeniable. We collide with people and we know it's meant. It uh, doesn't mean that it's easy, but it's, in, it's undeniable why we, meant, uh, why, why we were meant to collide. And uh, we know that because something greater is happening. And that could be children. That could be um, building something. It could be you know anything that is greater than self. It could be two people helping other people. But the collision of you meeting this person 
and both people taking away growth wisdom, it being a catalyst to their own evolution. Um, all that, although it's helping the self, is also greater than self. So love is undeniable. Love is peeling layers. Love is about peeling layers. And I say this because um, people think that love, when you feel that connection, that that is love and that is not love. Love is exploring. Love is um, peeling layers of a person, of yourself, doing life with someone. And as you do life with someone, learning more about your partner as well as yourself. So constantly peeling layers. Love is in your heart and body and not head. I've said that uh, love is not a battlefield. Love is um, in your head. I think, was it Pat Benatar that said love is a battlefield? Yes. Um, I disagree with Pat Benatar. Love is not a battlefield. It's, it's the cognitive distortions in our head that's the battlefield, right? So love is in our heart and bodies because our bodies don't lie. Um, now, even though our bodies don't lie, they are wired a certain way because of traumas, right? Um, but love is not in our head. Love is personal responsibility. And by that, I mean individuals taking ownership. If there's no ownership, there really is no love. Um, if you're just loving because it feels good, you're taking, not giving, if you're owning, you are now giving, right? You're being a better version of yourself. You're bringing more to the table. So love is personal responsibility. Love is ownership. Uh, love is work. We all know that. Love is universal, meaning greater. And I mentioned this before, greater than its parts, meaning it's greater than you and your partner. Love is nothing without respect. I think without respect... And, and you know, I, I've coached a lot of people where over the years, that's what fades. And people start talking to each other in shitty ways and they talk down to each other. They become competitive. They're holding this, uh, you know, tug of war rope. And what goes out the window is respect. And without respect, love doesn't, can't live. I mean, it, it all starts with respect. If you don't respect your partner, I mean, try to be intimate with your partner if you don't respect your partner. I mean, you, you just, you won't be turned on, right? So love really is built on two people respecting each other first. Love is not found but discovered. This is a big one. I think people think that love falls on, on their lap. Um, love is not found. By the way, I went from my garage because there's screaming parrots into my house. I hope it's quieter for you. But even in my house, I hear them out the window. Um, love is not found. Love isn't something you uh, stumble across. It may feel that way because of how you met your partner. Um, but it's discovered because love is built while you discover the person and yourself and discover new definitions right love is a slow burn 
Uh, I really believe that after 49 years, especially so many relationships and a marriage, um, love is not the lightning in the bottle. I thought that's what love was in my 20s because um, I would judge the love based on the hair sticking up on my neck, based on my boner, based on seeing angels when I meet someone and, you know, that whole lightning in the bottle feeling, locking eyes across the room. And uh, that's not love. That's lust. That's connection. That's chemistry. That's sexual attraction. Sure. Uh, but that's not love as in a love that's sustainable. I think a love that's sustainable is a slow burn. It's peeling an onion, not biting an apple. Love is misdrawn by Hollywood. I think Hollywood teaches us that when you find your one, and I don't believe in the, the concept of the one, um, but you are incomplete until you find this you know, your prince or princess, and I think all that is dangerous. Um, Hollywood doesn't show the love behind the curtain. Hollywood only shows the trailer, not the documentary of love. Love is meant to stretch us. If we're not stretching, then I don't think we're loving. Love is a living, breathing thing. I say this often, that there is you, there's your partner, and what you both are building, feeding, and it's a living, breathing thing. That is love. And finally, love is life. Love is life. It's, a, it's not the only thing in life, but um, I think love is life. I mean, think about what life would look like without love. Flat, black and white. So... Yeah, love is life. Thank you for listening. I hope um, you are connecting to yourself and evolving and growing and thinking about um, your unhealthy patterns, if you have any, and uh, creating a new blueprint and definition of what love looks like. Hey, before I go real quick, a couple things. One, if um, you're not getting my text Check them out. I'm able to send to international numbers now, and I'm sending um, audio, exclusive audio via text message, and uh, it's daily. Just go to my uh, website, theangrytherapist.com, and you can get my daily text. I also send out a Google Doc, which on Fridays, um, which leads to you know an article. So all of that via SMM, SMS. I should just stick to the word text. Why am I trying to be fancy? Let me text you. Be well. Thank you for listening. Hey, if you have a passion for helping others and you want to create a more meaningful career or add to your current skill set, it's time to become a life coach with Lumia. When I became a life coach many years ago, there wasn't anything like this. So I developed this program alongside with Noel Cordeaux, Lumia Coach Training. And it's amazing. It's 100% live and online, meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, ICF accredited to with 20 diverse instructors in a thriving alumni community. Go to theangrytherapist.com and click on Become a Coach and explore Lumia Coach Training. I'll see you in class.